77. I'm Sean. This is the only podcast that says... The function of man is to live, not exist. I shall not waste my days trying to prolong them. I shall use my time. Is that from that new show you're watching? No. Oh. No, that's actually... Um, at the end of the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die. I didn't see that. I know you haven't. I just rewatched that um, last week. Oh, she's so cute. It's just it's distracting. It is. She's very distracting. So, <laughs> our, our our little kitty Sabine, very distracting. Uh, but I just, I just I watched No Time to Die last week. Like I rewatched. I, I saw it in a the theater when it came on, and I was like, I really really liked it. And I know there are Bond fans out there who apparently were very upset by it. Oh. And uh, particularly the ending. And so I, I went back and I rewatched it. And I still liked it. Like I like I like I like how this is it bookends. Oh my goodness. There we go. Sorry about that. Quite all right. You waved your arms and it triggered it to go back because I only paused it. Unbelievable. Anyway. <laughs> so I, and I really liked it. I like how it bookends. It's, it, it's, it's five movies. Because like, the thing with James Bond movies is they, there's never a story. Like an overlying story. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's always like, here's the next James Bond adventure. Like, the, at least in like the early Sean Connery ones, you you had Spectre as this enemy. You had Blofeld, who was in a couple of the movies. But overall, there wasn't an overarching storyline. And when they got this... When they got the Spectre, they're like, well, we, we really need to kind of like put it over. And they found a way to connect all of the Daniel Craig movies together. So that you could see there was a bit of a through line. Mm-hmm. And then this ends it. So it begins with him, like it begins with James Bond earning his double O status. And the story has a definitive ending. Mm-hmm. So the Daniel Craig version of Bond has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Where other Bonds didn't, it was just like, you know, here's Roger Moore's next adventure as James Bond. Yeah, it was just like a movie. Right. Yeah. You know, and it was a, a standalone fun- movie. Right. And it was fun to watch, and you really didn't have to see any of the others to understand it, and it didn't really matter. But these movies, they kind of interconnected in a way that you, in order to re- understand the last one, you had to have watched the other four. It wasn't subtle? No. No, it's not. Because it, it's it's all connected and right, it it was just really well done. I thought and so it came full closure with him. Yeah. So who's going to be the new next James Bond? Nobody knows. And they've even said like we're probably going to take a couple of years to figure this out. This isn't going to be something like we go into production next month or something. Like the the broccoli family who owns the rights to the Bond movie franchise are like, yeah, yeah um, we're going to take some time away because 
of what we've done. Like, you know... Also because Daniel Gregg was just that damn good, it's going to be hard to replace him. It, it is, yeah. <laughs> and that's another point. Like, my dad for years, for years, said Sean Connery was the only James Bond. Okay. Like, he didn't like Roger Moore because Roger Moore was the saint. He didn't like Timothy Dalton. He didn't like Pierce Brosnan. You know, you know, to, to my dad, or I don't, I don't think he has an opinion on George Lansbury because he only did the one movie. But, like, for my dad, it was like Sean Connery was James Bond and that's it. And I told my dad, I'm like, you've got to get over this and you've got to watch Casino Royale. Right. Like, you've got to watch the Daniel Craig movies. And he watched them and he was like, yeah, that, that's my James Bond now. Oh, wow. Changed his mind. Changed completely. Because he's that fucking good. Right, yeah. You know, and, and I mean, more importantly, like, Casino Royale. And Skyfall is the best Bond movie that's ever been made. Like, bar none. That is the best bar Bond movie. Did I see that one? Because I saw a couple of the Daniel Gregg ones. I don't know if you saw that one or not. Was that two or three? Three. I didn't see it. I only watched two. Okay. But that, that's the best James Bond movie of all time. Um, Spectre Including is... Including the first? Yeah. Wow. Because here's why. And I'll explain to you why. Jeez, he came at me. Yeah. <laughs> I could wave my hands. I don't have to worry <laughs> about it. He's scared the crap out of me. James Bond movies always have the fate of the world at risk. Right. You know, it's always like James Bond has to stop this, this villain or else the world will go to hell in a handbasket. Mm-hmm. In this movie, it starts off with the world is at risk. But by the end of the movie, it's about three people. Yeah. It it shrinks itself down to a very intimate story. Mm-hmm. And you don't see that in Bond movies. Right. You don't see that in, in action movies like this. Like, th- this is always fate of the world stuff. And at the end of this, this is just a revenge story between three people. Right. And it's really, really well done. Wow. And, like... That's why I love that movie so much. I watch it time and time. It, it comes on TV. I just put the remote control on, no matter where it's at. In the right. Film, yeah. Because it's that fucking good. Well, you have you have movies like that. Yeah. But I mean, like this ranks up there with them. Like I'll put the remote down for damn near any Bond movie. <laughs> yeah. But this one is like, okay, I'm done for the right. next two hours. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, I mean, there there are other movies like Armageddon and The Replacements, and like there are a few others where like, oh yeah, this is on. I don't even care if it's on TBS. I'm. I'm watching it with commercials. I do. I know you do. I will not watch anything with commercials. <laughs> but, so, it's like, it, it's that thing of, like, that's how good that movie is. And Inspector's very good. It, 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 it has a hard job of being the next movie. Right. And it doesn't live up to Skyfall. Okay. But Skyfall's damn near impossible to live up to. Right. And then you, you get to No Time to Die, and it's a very good movie. Like, I, I think it's a little bit better than Spectre, not nearly as good as Skyfall. Like, the only one that's kind of bad is um, the second movie. But the second movie only works if you watch it back-to-back with Casino Royale. Oh. Like, for some reason, like... And don't even know, like, the, the overall story is kind of dumb. It doesn't really work. But there are elements of it with, you know, that that like go back to Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. So those two movies are definitely connected. I mean, 
that movie picks up immediately, like, in the aftermath of Casino Royale. Right. So, like, it, it that's what's kind of cool about that movie. And then, like, the way it ends, it connects back to Casino Royale again. Okay. There had been a reason why I didn't watch the third one, though. Why didn't I continue with these? Because you're more of a born. Yeah. Hey. You there are. There ain't nothing wrong with Jason Bourne. I'm not saying there is, but like you, you, like you, you. The, the problem is you have a prejudice. You don't like Bond to begin with. So I think like you watched the first two movies and you liked them, but you have this prejudice. Like I just don't like James Bond. That you have a hard time coming back to the other movies, no matter how good I tell you they are. Right, because I think the reason because I don't like James Bond, it doesn't matter how good the storyline is, I can't get past the cheesiness of it. And these movies don't have the cheesiness. I can't remember. I honestly they, they don't. don't. Like I they, mean, that Pierce Bronson one. Oh, yeah. Those, those Pierce Bronson. Where I mean, the yeah. horse ass lifts up and he's got a fucking jet all of a sudden. I, I can't deal with that. I can't. The invisible car. Yeah. Come on. No, I get it. I, I honestly do. I mean, and it was the Bourne movies that forced James Bond to change. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because James Bourne's a, it's, it's not realistic, but it's more realistic. Right. <laughs> But the like the action, like the car chases, were more realistic. Like everything about the Bourne movies, like had a more realistic feel. Even, where, even where, their fights, right? Where the Bourne, where the Bond movies were still like it was Pierce Brosnan, you know, funny one-liner after killing somebody, yeah. like, you know, cheesy gadgets. Like it, it was as a Bond fan, you kind of accepted it. But like I'm watching the Jason Bourne movies going. Fuck, I wish this was Bond. Yeah. And then they decided, well, we need to change it up because the Pierce Brosnan movies were, were performing poorly. Right. And they changed it up. They bring in Daniel Craig. Like, you watch Casino Royale, that that's, feels like a Bourne movie because of how much more, like, the, the foot chase scenes are and everything. Like, everything about that movie feels more realistic and there's no cheesy gadgets. There's, you know, yeah. none of that horse shit. It's, it's, it's very straightforward. And they incorporate some gadgets at the end, but even those gadgets are still very minimal. You know, there's no invisible car. There, there's no, you know, you know, click the pen three times and becomes a nuclear weapon. Uh, you know, shit yeah. like that. Like, no, it, it's it, it, it's very minimal what the gadgets are that he ends up using. I mean, and even like you know so it, 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 it they got they got away from the cheesiness of Daniel Craig and I don't think Daniel Craig could have pulled off the cheesiness right you know no yeah he doesn't seem like no yeah no. so not it, like Roger Moore or, or Pierce Bronson right and I liked Roger Moore I did Octopussy's uh, I like that one for some reason that one I enjoyed right if you do a kill just because is that the way grand. yeah but I didn't have um Grace Jones in it? No. I can't remember. I think I was Octopussy. No. Uh-uh. The one that dived off the Eiffel Tower, wasn't that Grace Jones? Yeah, that's, that, that, that's that was, that was, that was to a Kill, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, I did like that one. Yeah. Yeah, I like I liked watching her in that. <laughs> yeah, was, no, no. She was good in that. Yeah, for your eyes only. Yeah. That was the first Bond Not movie. a fan. Sorry. <laughs> wow. The song, you... Well, yeah, I understand that. <laughs> the song sucks. <laughs> but that was like the first. That was the first Bond movie I ever yeah, saw. Yeah, the person that sings it sucks too. I can't remember who sings it. Sheena Easton. Sheena Easton. Okay, oh. that's why I don't not a fan. Oh, okay. 
Ooh, that squeak, sorry. That did squeak, yeah. 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 So, yeah, so that, that's... I didn't realize that that movie had been out that long in the theater. That Where did you watch it? HBO Max? Epics. I thought you just went to see that. November. November. Really? Yeah. Wow. These few months are falling by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. What do you... Oh, you went... Uh, never mind. You went somewhere else yesterday. You went to go see Thor yesterday. I said, okay. I won't discuss that. I'll discuss it next week with Ian. I can't keep up with your coming and goings. <laughs> well, what I've, I've seen three movies in a theater this year. I've only, only three. Since, since November, I've only seen four because I saw Bond and then I went and I saw Doctor Strange, Top Gun, and now Thor Love and Thunder. Uh-uh. We saw a movie together recently. We did. <laughs> yes. Morbius. Oh, yeah, Morbius. Yeah, we went to go see Morbius. How can you freaking... Some things you block, you block out. <gasps> Shut up. <laughs> Shut your mouth. No dissing on Jared Leto today. This is a... Save zone for Jared Leto. It's when, a when me, I'm here. a Jared Leto. <laughs> oh my god! But that wasn't the movie. Okay, so let's not <laughs> diss on Morbius because he spoke like Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> the House of Gucci. The House of Gucci, which we can watch for free now. Yeah. By the way, so yeah. um, thanks Jeff for letting us watch that. Yeah. Oh. Oh my. So uh. Um, so for those who are wondering, since we went off on our tangent, yes. Ian is not here today because he went to Gettysburg. Oh, very uh, educational, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Him and his uh, youngest daughter, Ellie, they went to Gettysburg. Was but, it like a field trip or a reason? I don't know. Like, I, I didn't ask him. Like, he just sent me a text message Thursday. He's like, hey, can't do the show this weekend going to Gettysburg with Elle. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh. Whatever. Enjoy. Have yeah. fun. That'll be interesting. Yeah. I just, I don't, I'm, I'm intrigued. I, I can't wait to hear why. Because, I mean, maybe I just don't know Elliot that well, but, like, I didn't take her as, like, a huge history buff. I was going to say, that's prehistorical. Yeah. Like going to Philly. Yeah, I mean... Well, I guess there's two reasons to go to Philly, but that's one of them. Yeah, I mean, you only go to Philly to, like, you know, <laughs> see, like, you know, Independence Hall and... The, right, yeah. And, stuff, and then yeah. the other the other side is go get a cheesesteak. Bravo! You knew what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I couldn't figure out that word. Yes, bravo. Thank you. Yeah. You're going to get a cheesesteak. You're going to see the declaration. Or, I don't know. You could have a third reason if you think you're, like, um, a badass and is in the mood to kick some ass. I'm sure you, you can find that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can just go, uh, yeah. go to Philly and practice boxing or something. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'm really not sure what the purpose to go to Philly other than the history. No, there mm. isn't. Cheesesteaks. Cheesesteaks. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's like... Do you remember that one play? I can't remember the name of the TV show. I can't remember if it was a jerk I can't stand. Um, But they were showing... They were trying to figure out 
who had the best Philly cheesesteak in Philadelphia. Yeah. Which were apparently it didn't originate, by the way. Um, but they had this one that intrigued me. That they had, it was just simple meat and cheese on this bun. But then they took the whole thing and they dipped it in this liquid or yeah. something. And then like an you, there was no seats. All yeah. you could do is like stand over the counter and eat yeah. it. And like when they showed everybody, I was like, what the, no, who does that? What is that? Yeah, you dipped it in some sort of like an yeah, orange sauce. Yeah, but they or were saying but... it doesn't make the bread soggy. I, yeah. I'm like, yeah, it has to. It's wall. It's liquid. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's not magic. But it did intrigue me to what did that taste like? That looked like it would taste really, really good. Yeah, it did. Because one of my favorite sandwiches from Arby's is yeah, the, the dipper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my only sandwich from Arby's is the dipper. But yeah, I I, I wouldn't mind going to Philly just to try that. Yeah. Yeah. Or find the recipe online and make it myself. Yeah, I know. Like you talk about stuff you want to try, and like oddball things. Like Arby's had that. Like Ar- Arby's is like interesting because like I I like Arby's. I like I like their roast beef sandwich, but like all their meats are like you know it's it's deli sliced. Right. Well, for a while they had for a limited time the a wagyu beef burger. Oh, yeah? I'm like, well, did they install grills? Uh, yeah, where'd they get that from? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, because you have to have a flat top for something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, it, yeah, it's not sliceable. <laughs> you know, it no. can't it can't be, you know, like, set under a heat lamp like, like the roast beef is. Wait, how does Burger King do theirs? I thought they did theirs on a flame-broiled thing. They have a... Con- I, when I was a child, I think it was in sixth grade, we got a... Tour of our local Burger King. Oh my god! Yeah, like, <laughs> you poor children. Yeah, <laughs> and they have like what they had. I'm sure it's probably the same damn technology now, but it was essentially just a conveyor belt. Like they had this um, this big ass like oven that had the flames coming up under from underneath it, and they you put the patties on a conveyor belt and it went through the conveyor belt and came out the other side done. Oh wow. Yeah, but it was like being blasted from the top, top of the and bottom. bottom. Yeah, yeah, to cook it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder how Arby's did that, unless it was just something that came made and they heated it up in a way. Like, I'm sorry, McDonald's didn't call them microwaves; they call them queuing ovens. So yeah. I don't know if maybe they had a queuing oven just to heat it up, because I'm pretty sure that plant-based burger I'm getting from get-go, they're not throwing it on a, on a girl back there for me real quick. I'm I think they do. I don't think they do. I, I think they have a flat top. Nah. Yeah. Somebody needs to show that to me. Because it was like one of those things like, I and it was one of those weird things like, okay, like Speedway with their like tater tots and stuff. They, they used to throw them in an oven. Yes. Yes, I remember, because that's why I didn't like them. They were right. never crunchy. Right. Well, n- since they got bought out by... They've installed deep fryers. Oh, really? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because I know Sheets has deep fryers. Yeah, Sheets has, she has a full uh, fucking... I, I know, kitchen back here. Yeah. They're insane with their shit. Yeah, but it's just like, with Arby's, it was just weird, because it was like one of those things where I'm like looking at it going, okay, never in Arby's history have they had a flat top grill. Or a reason to. Right. Like, the way they've always prepared their meat, it doesn't require a flat-top grill. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you're go, when you saying, like, and now we've got Wagyu beef burgers, 
like, well, how are you doing that? And since they've been gone, did they take the flat tops out? If yeah. You know, but maybe that's the reason they didn't continue with them is because people were like, this is not a burger. Well, apparently they were so fucking popular, they sold out. Yeah, but didn't you remember in the olden days whenever restaurants would, like, pre-make all these burgers, they would be having them sitting in water? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. I can't even imagine. Well, we, like, in school, whenever they pulled the patty yeah. out of the thing, it was you were like, oh, my God, please don't put that on my bread. That was fucking White Castle. <laughs> what? White Castle. That's how they do. They, they, White Castle has these giant, like, pans. Mm-hmm. And they just line them with the, the, the those mini little, fucking burgers. Right. They're not even burgers. They're little square things. Yes. Yeah. They, they throw onion on top of that. They fill it with water. And they cut, throw it in an oven. Wow. And then it sits. And then when they're done, they, they, they sit in water sitting in like a a um a heater. Mm-hmm. Just waiting for you to order it. And then they, that's, they prepare it then. You had to ruin that for me, didn't you? Oh man, I'll never be able to eat them again. That's disgusting. Like, that's what I, I, I never understood. What, like I, I didn't know this because there's not a White Castle in Pittsburgh. No. <clears throat> but when, I, when I went to Detroit and got my ass beat in Detroit, as I discussed, as we discussed last week, one of the places we went was White Castle because it was like this. You know, you gotta go to White Castle. You gotta try this shit. And I'm like looking at it. I'm like, this is bullshit. They don't even. Like, fry their burgers up. And they like, oh, it's delicious, it's delicious. It was fucking garbage. No, that white, when we went to Florida last year, I made sure we stopped at White Castle on the way home. We finally found one, and we stopped at one, and she was like, wow, this is good. But, where you know who I'm talking about. Right. So, but I, when I lived in Florida, that was like our 2 a.m., 2.30 a.m. Yeah. place to go after drinking. And let's go to White Castle. But they used to have, or they had them in the South. I don't know anywhere else where I was they had them. They had these really great, the reason I liked going was because they had the waffle fries with cheese. Right. And their cheese was so fucking good. It wasn't like that nacho kick to it. It just, it, there was something so good about that cheese. And I don't know if it's because I drunk, I don't know. But they right. don't have that anymore because that's what I was looking for on the menu. And I'm like, where the hell are their waffle fries with cheese? They don't even have cheese. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. But um, we got both the burger and the chicken. Right. Because there was like a combo you could get so many of each and right. get the fries and the drinks with it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we had the two dogs. So, or no, wait. Yeah, we had the two dogs at the time. So, yeah. Because yeah. um, when we stopped overnight, we gave the dogs the food. Oliver, yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, I I am like totally destroyed over this. <laughs> yeah. I'm never going to be able to eat White Castle again because I can't. No, that's disgusting. Yeah. That's it's just, just, just in big hotel pants. Man, why'd you do that to me? Sorry, I thought I thought everybody knew this. No, I didn't know it. You know me. Would I eat something like that? No. <laughs> this was so gross in school. That's why I hated school food sometimes. Yeah. I was like, can I just take a fucking tomato sandwich today? Come on. This is disgusting. They're giving us burgers that are boiled in water. Who boils beef? Yeah. It's the same as people that boil crabs. What are you boiling crabs for? Yeah. It's called steamed crabs. Problem? I'm getting a little some popping. That's oh. all. I'm, I'm not doing to, nothing. No, you're not. I'm just trying to gain down a little oh, you bit. Got you got me really self-conscious but today. But you are talking to the microphone, <laughs> right. which is nice. You got me all self-conscious today. 
Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. I just, I hate that. I hate that. That's gross, gross, gross. No, no, no. <laughs> Pass. Pass. But that just makes me so sad. I don't even want to know how they cook the chicken now. <laughs> I don't know. Because the chicken was really nice and juicy. and t- It yeah. was good. The whole thing was good. The one I was disappointed in, because I do not remember it being this terrible, but we stopped at Bojangles. Yeah. And I was so disappointed in that food. I actually have a picture of how we got our food. Well, I remember when you went to Myrtle Beach, you, you talked about how good I Bojangles know. was. Yes, because we had the breakfast sandwiches, the chicken sandwich. You know what I mean? God, it was so good. But no, um, I'll, I'll have to show you. They they couldn't even... We Christine got a meal because she had Oliver. Yeah. And she wanted to make sure we had food because we were stopping at a hotel. Right. She wanted to have something to give him with his dog food, right? So we got the meal. And it came with the sides and everything and a half gallon of sweet tea, you yeah. know, all that because she wanted some sweet tea. But they came in this, like, big box with a handle. They couldn't even get it out the fucking window. Yeah. Like, their drive through window isn't was... equipped to handle these packages. Right. And it's like, you can't tell me how cheap this was because it was cheap. Not everybody's ordering this. Right. You know, that yeah. was why we went with it. But when I got it and we were eating it, I was like, this just is, is not what I remember. Like, right. I was so sad because all of us, like, we got to find a Bojangles, got to find a Bojangles. You know, it was like her with the um, something country, country crock. What's that restaurant she likes? Um, oh, God. Oh, my God. It's country something or something country. Cracker Barrel. Crackle Barrel. Where is country? Oh. Crackle Barrel is the worst fucking garbage ever put on a plate. And, yeah, never mind. But Bojangles disappointed me, so I won't be eating there anymore either. <laughs> and you know me, I'm not a fast food person. No, you're not. So they have to have something good. And right. Bojangles was good. Right. Not anymore. And I don't know if it was because it was a different state because we ate those in Myrtle Beach and we yeah. were in, I think we, we stopped in Tennessee on the way down or on the way back. Yeah, it was Tennessee because that's where I got that wine. Yeah. yeah. So we were in Tennessee when we ate it. I don't know. But it's just sad. That is sad. I mean, and what's funny is it's like I watched like, you know, because Pitt's in the ACC. It's like, it's the Bojangles game of the week. And it's like, you know, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not Bojangles anywhere near no. us. But no. because it's a, cause it's a mostly Southern conference, they have like a lot of Southern sponsors that I've never heard of before. Like Bojangles was one of them. Like, the fuck is a Bojangles? <laughs> yeah. What is Bojangles? Yeah. I, don't, I wonder where they got that name. I'm going to have to research that. Cause it's just... Mr. Bojangles. Really? No. Yeah. I don't believe that. It's, yeah, it's probably from the song. Where would they get the name Cracker Barrel? Ugh. That's, ugh, that shit's bad. And she made me eat there twice. Yeah. Twice I had to down that garbage. There was, the, and I was like, all right, let me get you something completely on a different spectrum because I was getting breakfast. Right. Let me go with something that everybody's raving about. You know, yeah. like, you know, something. Oh, God, it was just as bad. Maybe even worse. Who eats this shit? People rave about Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Rave about it. It's old food that's cooked way too long. Yeah. It is cooked to death. Yeah. That's the problem with it. And there's no flavor. There is no flavor in anything. I, I couldn't even taste the fucking piece of ham 
as a pe- I didn't recognize like if I had to taste test that blindly, I wouldn't have known it was ham. Yeah, I really wouldn't have. Not even the texture when it gave it away. Raw. Wow. Yeah, it's just it was so bad. Yeah. And then she made me go there again. I was just like, <laughs> but she was so excited. I was like, fuck it. But that's what pissed me off. We have Cracker Barrel. Go, go here. Yeah. Take me somewhere I've never been before when you take me out of state. Somewhere I can't visit at my own home. Right, but also just had it. The only Cracker Barrel I know of is, you know, on I-79. She goes to it. Well, she's a wackadoo. Like, I... W- <laughs> she is. Like, Thank God she doesn't listen to your podcast. Right. But I can say that and get away with it. <laughs> That's true. Sean doesn't do anything wrong, according to my family. But, but like, it's like that, that, that amazing Italian restaurant... In Union Town. Oh fuck yeah! Like I want to go back. I, so do I. But it's like I need a reason to head out that way. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like it. I, we've gone out there twice. Yeah, but if you remember when we were first, when we first found that place, there's nothing around there. No, that's so the problem. there's no reason to go there right. except that I have absolutely no reason to be in Union Town. There's nothing out that way to like. Hey, let's stop here and while while we're out that way, let's go to Union Town. You yeah, know? and like it was like we, I, I just I picked that direction the first time. So I was like, there's got to be something out this way. Let's go on an adventure. Right, right. You know, let's yeah. find some place. Which, which, if Sean Coon, and let me tell you guys something. If you were ever in a car with Sean Coon, I'm sorry, am I allowed to say your last name yeah. in here? Yeah, that's fine. And he says, let's go on an adventure. Take that opportunity because Sean does not do that. So when he said that to me today, I was like, or to me that day, I was like, yes, please, let's go on an adventure. He does not go outside his perimeter. <laughs> Just so you know. Yeah. So if you ever have the opportunity, do it. And you know what? It was a good find. We've you find that restaurant, not me. Yeah. Yeah. I was very happy with it. I like that the the second time we went. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. The um, appetizer that I got. That, that <laughs> Kachori board or yeah, whatever the what fuck those things are called. Yeah, I can't remember. It was so... It was just... Oh, uh, nothing but Italian amazing. meats and cheeses. Is it? There was nuts and all yeah. kinds of stuff on it. It was so good. I would go there just for that. Because I wasn't too jazzed about the mushroom ravioli or whatever the hell I got. Yeah. Except, wait. Hopefully they'll have that one appetizer that lady was oh, having yeah. when that we were at the... Oh, my God. Because oh. it has mozzarella, uh, fresh mozzarella in it. I would love that. Like the actual balls of mozzarella. Yeah. yeah. I was drawing... She actually was going to... She said, like, you want to try it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to eat off your plate, but thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we need to go back. Or you need to get another Godfather. Why well, the last time I went, I got the, the fettuccine Alfredo. Did you? Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, it was very, very good. Okay. I don't know. I don't think it was the way the mushroom ravioli was made. I think I just don't like mushroom ravioli. Yeah. Because I'm not big on pasta. Yeah. But I love mushrooms and stuff like that. I just think the combination of the two just didn't do it for me. Yeah. Just the way it was made. Not because it was bad. Yeah. Because it tasted delicious. But I just, I couldn't get past like the way it was together and the texture. I just couldn't. I think the first time we went, I got I got the the Italian hoagie. Yeah, I can't. And that remember. was phenomenal. When are you good? <laughs> the chicken fingers. Oh yeah. <laughs> they were fucking fingers. They were chicken breast. That's fucking chicken breast pounded out. 
Yeah, they, your appetizer, four chicken fingers. All right, let's get some chicken fingers. Nope. Those were fucking big breasts. Just yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. Man, that was ridiculous. That was, yeah. And you know what? They know how to make mixed drinks, too, because remember I had a few mixed drinks, yeah. that, and they were good. She knew her stuff. Yeah, but it's just, it's like a thing, like you said, the problem is, like, I'd love to go out there, but it's like, you drive all the way out there, you eat, and you drive all the way back up. Right. There's nothing it's else just, going yeah. on. Like, there's yeah. not even, like, a place you can go get frozen yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing there. There's, like, fucking highways and shit. Yeah. There was that one little uh, shopping center, but it was, like, stuff like uh, H&R Block, uh, AT&T, yeah. Cricket, Glass Center, yeah. you know, you know, here, pay your bill here, you yeah. know, there is like, there's nothing fun in that. Yeah. I, I, I a was, bank. Yeah. We drove past the Dollar General, which <laughs> you're going to drive past every five miles anyway. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There wasn't even a Starbucks out that way. Does Uniontown have a Starbucks? I don't know. <laughs> Outside of Target's? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But we did tell my sister we were going to take her for her birthday so we and, still need to do that yeah yeah okay. okay enough of food don't get me talking about food yeah 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 i get made fun of for the food i eat you know because i eat a lot of plant-based foods ain't nothing wrong with that everybody keeps making fun of me i don't know why i don't know it tastes good it's not my cup of tea but i'm not going to necessarily persecute somebody else for it tastes good and I'm losing weight. What the yeah. fuck? It doesn't matter. So what's next on your old podcast agenda? You're just sitting there staring at me. <laughs> well, okay. Oh, God. So, like two weeks ago, you came to me and you said, Hey, at some point, can you tell Ian to take a night off? And I want to do a podcast with you. <laughs> yeah, what a coincidence, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's a huge coincidence. Which I don't believe in, by the right. way. But it, it was. It was just a huge coincidence that this, like, just happened. So I said to you, I, I told you Friday or Thursday. I was like, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> That's not fair. You no. put me on the spot. I am putting you on the spot. Well, I suggested one topic, and I didn't know if you liked it or not. Right, so, here, here's the topic. So, let's see, a little over a year ago, bought a record player. That was more than a year ago. year and a half. Yeah. Two years tops. I still work in a Target. So. Two, two years tops. But you bought a record player. And very slowly, you've been... Building a small collection of of, of of vinyl, of albums. Correct. Um, your friends, Caitlin and Hunter, for your birthday, got you Prince, Sign of the Times, and, and Purple Rain. Correct. Two phenomenal Prince albums. And, and you, you got them on vinyl. And the Prince, the, the Purple Rain ones are the purple vinyl. With a special edition poster. Right. Because it, it's Prince and Revolution. Right. So... Like you, you, you're somebody, and there's a lot of people who have who who have gone the vinyl route. I was never a fan of vinyl. Really, not even when it was just vinyl. <laughs> no, like, okay, like, 
I started off with a Walkman. So I started off with cassettes. Oh, okay. Like, later on, I did get a, a stereo system with a record player. And I did have a few records. Like, I had Poisons, Look What the Cat Dragged In, Foreigner 4, um, Bruce Springsteen, the E Street Band, Live, 1975-1985. You know, I had stuff like that. I had, a, I had a small record collection, but I wasn't in the vinyl, and I never was. Like, like transit, like to me, like transitioning from tape to CD was like, oh, this makes sense, right? You know, uh-huh. and like I, I've had a harder time. I've kind of accepted it a little bit more. Transitioning from CD to streaming has has made a bit more. You know, I have a hard time not having a physical copy of something, but right. I'm also not going out and buying a lot of stuff anymore. Right. You know. Where previously, you know, I was, you know, anything I wanted to list to, I had to go out and buy. So you're saying you never owned a 45? No, I owned a few 45s. Which I had somebody ask me the other day, what's a 45? Right. <laughs> he says, never mind. Yeah, but I, I wasn't big, big on, like, vinyl. And so, like, the revival of vinyl is, like, weird to me. Because it's... A step backwards technologically. I don't, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't think it's what you're saying. It's not moving forward to vinyl again. I think it's a nostalgia thing because for me, it's nostalgia because my vinyl collection, when I'm shooting to try to complete, I'm not saying because I have added things I never had before. Right. I want to complete the collection I had growing up. Right. That I lost left behind in Florida, I think. Right. But um, that's my goal is to nostalgically recreate that collection right. I had. And along the way, I'm picking up some nice other ones. Right. You know, like, you know, the one, what was the most recent one I just got? Gary Newman. The signed copy yeah, of signed Gary, copy, Newman. Gary Newman. Yeah. yeah, so, which is actually nostalgic to me too because I was, Gary Newman fan when I was a kid I had this poster on my wall so I I didn't mind that being in my collection but I really really would like to get the rest of it right but I don't think we're moving forward back to vinyl I think it's a nostalgia thing to me well I'm not saying we're moving like but I I, I do think there are people like when Heno was on the show many many years ago he talked about like you know he had gotten his when he was a kid his parents still had his record collection and he was converting it to digital because he has a studio in his house or something apparently. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, like he put on Death Leopard Pyromania and he's like, when I put the needle down and you heard the pop hiss to the album and then that first burn, like that, that very first guitar lick, he's like, I immediately was teleported back to being in my bedroom as a 14 year old. Exactly. Listening to this album. You know, and I get that nostalgia aspect of it, but I, I do think there are people who, there are audiophiles that will tell you that the sound of a vinyl is better than a CD or streaming. Mm-hmm. And I think for older music, that is because it was built for that. You know what I mean? When you say older, what are we talking like? 70s, 60s, 60s, 70s, okay. even even the 50s a bit. But like, the, the, like especially with rock and roll and, and stuff like that, the 60s and the 70s, they were constructing their music for vinyl. Right. Like the sound 
was designed for vinyl. I get that. Like, you know, a band like Yes was pushing the technological vi- boundaries of vinyl with their sound and, you know, like the stuff like for headphones only, like with bands like Pink Floyd and, and Yes and, you know, stuff like that. So there, there was like, there were technological boundaries that were being pushed that I feel like those types of bands would have flourished more in a digital era because of the way that their music sounded right. and what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. But there are other bands like like Led Zeppelin, they were just they were building their music for vinyl. Right. It was meant to be listened to on in this format because of the way they were constructing their, their music and the albums. As opposed to eight eight sound eight eight tracks. God. Right. I, I I'm not even gonna I don't wanna go down what sounds better because we all know what sounds better. You can hear it. I like that nostalgia feel listening. But I also, that night that Hunter was here and we hooked up the, the surround sound to it. Right. It, 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 was, it sounded better right. than just listening to, you know what I mean? Right. Like it, it amplified, or amplified right. that. Hey, listening to, listening to a, a vinyl album with the proper sound system. Like you just have a, a single record player. It's got two okay speakers. It, no, you know, they don't. Them speakers suck. Right. But like you said, when you, when you hooked up to the sound bar... It sounded a whole lot better. Yeah, which is true, you know. Um, but I guess it, 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 to me, it, it's still it's just it's like I'm not putting down vinyl, but like I feel like bands today who are releasing stuff on vinyl, like I feel like they're like they're just trying. Like, I mean, I guess rightfully. I mean, they're just trying to make a buck. You know, we're gonna cash in on this. But I, I, I do. I feel like like modern music is, is it sounds better digitally than it does on vinyl. Oh, I agree with you, because I have that Imagine Dragons involved. Yeah. And I don't like listening to it on that. Right. I will stream them songs every time. Right. <laughs> you know? So I I don't know why that... I just think it's that album. I don't know. Because the other ones... But see, I don't think... Let me look at my collection. I don't have anything new new except for that... The Imagine Dragons is as new as you get. Gary, that Gary Newman album. But that's Gary Newman. Right. He's going to make anything sound good any way I listen to it. Different for you, I know. But I would listen to his shit on anything. I can't... I'm excluding him because he has that sound. Right. He has the sound he had in the 80s. Right. So that works for me. None of these, this is the only new, new one. Right. So I can't, I got to get somebody newer and buy another new part and see, because I don't know if it's just that album or what. The problem I have with listening to shit on vinyl is you can't skip. Well, you can, but you know, you know, you end up scratching the shit out of your record because you can't do it perfectly. Right. And the flipping of it over... The changing of it out, because you got to be careful with them. You don't want to touch them. You know, when you got to be very, I'm very delicate with my albums. Right. You know, so it's a pain in the ass. It's a process to listen to stuff on vinyl. Right. Because you don't just have this shit sitting out like you did in the 80s. Right. You know, ours, mine's in the table, all put away, unless I have it brought out to listen to. Right. And the soundbar is hooked up to the TV, so I right. even have to unhook it. So it's a process to listen to them. I mean, there are other people who do have it set up so they can do it. Right, listen. exactly. That's what right. I'm saying. I'm not that person because right. I'm collecting it for a different reason than to listen to it constantly. Right. That's not going to be my source of listening when I got a Google speaker in every damn room of my house. 
class. Right. You know what I mean? So, but there's just something about bringing that out and listening to it that, like your friend said, it does take you back. It right. absolutely takes you back. I mean, I mean, let me let me pose it another way. I mean, I mean, and I think this is a prime example. Could you imagine listening to a Thirty Seconds to Mars album? Oh, that's a good one. Because like, I do want to get their stuff on uh, some of them, not right. not every one, just um, like the first three. Yeah, and uh, that love, lust, faith, trust, whatever it is, that yeah. one I wouldn't mind having on vinyl. I don't know. That's a hard one. Because I mean, that's a more modern. Yeah. Sound. They were born of the digital age. Because that makes me think if I if I would have like a Lincoln Park one on vinyl, what would that sound like? I I, I can't imagine that would sound good because no, it, I don't it's, think it would either. You know. Yeah, because Mike is very into all that digital shit. I mean, right. if you ever watch him, you know, do yeah. his. It's amazing. The fucking. I don't know how they figure all that shit out. The equipment they have, all the buttons, the knobs. I don't know. How do you even know? <laughs> you know. Right. But um, I don't know if that would trans transfer into vinyl sound-wise, yeah. Right. I don't know. I would have to hear it to know. I ain't going to judge it unless I hear it. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is about the Imagine Dragon ones. I don't. Right. And I don't know if it's just that album that I'm not. Right. I didn't buy that for myself. Somebody bought it for me as a gift. Right. So. But that's the newest one, so I don't know. Right. That's newer than... The first 30 seconds, the Mars one, though. Yeah. Different band, though. So, yeah, I get it. I don't think his voice would sound good on vinyl. Do you? No. Because I, 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 I just, I, I feel like their, their music was meant to be listened to in a digital format. Right. I, they created their music for the digital format. Maybe that's why I've been trying to stick to the stuff I had growing up. Yeah. Because believe me, I see albums in store all the time. I'm like, ah, oh, that'd be nice to have in my collection. But then I'm like, would I listen to it? Right. Would it just be in my collection? Because it's not what I'm trying to do by collecting these vinyls. Right. I didn't have that back then. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. It's collectibles in general. Because I've thought about, and it's, it's a bit pricey to get like one that's in decent condition because it was a five album set. But... That Springsteen seventy five to eighty five live. Okay, that was a fantastic. I mean, if you like Springsteen, right? You know, but it was a fantastic collection, and like I'd like to get it, and I thought about it, but then I thought about it, I'm like, eh, I'm like, what am I gonna do with it? You know, am I gonna well, you, what, you wouldn't listen to it. I don't think I'd listen to it as, like as much as it would be like the price I'm paying for it. Yeah, that's the other thing. How much these things cost. It's ridiculous. I know we weren't paying that much back then. And I don't want to hear about inflation and shit like right. that. I'm just saying it just... Some of these seem... Like, I paid... What was it? $28 for that Tears for Fears one? Yeah. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's a reissue. Exactly. Like, you're not buying the original. I never you're... even took it out of the plastic. It's still in the damn plastic. Yeah. Yeah, I no, I was like, wow, but I, I that was the only time I couldn't even find it at the time. I couldn't even find it on Amazon. Yeah, because remember, I had a really hard time finding David Bowie's Let's Dance. Yeah. Oh no, not that one. Aha, uh -huh. remember? Aha, yeah. uh -huh. I had such a hard time finding their very first one, The Honey yeah. Behind Love. 
I kept running into all their others. So whenever it came available, I was like, damn, I'm getting that now. I don't care how much it costs. But I did not pay $28 like I did for Tears for Fears. No, you probably paid 7 No, it was in, it was at least like 12 or 13 or something like that. David Bowie was the, uh, in the 20s. I know that. Yeah. But that's David Bowie. Of course he's worth that much. I would pay that much. Here's a house. Just wanted, wanted to get it. But here's the other thing. I want to try to collect the 45s I had. But here's the major problem I'm having. Damned if I can remember them all. Because yeah. we we were a 45 family because my dad had jukeboxes in the bars. Right. So when the guy would come and change them out, he would let me and my sister pick through the ones he was taking out and say, take whatever you want. Right. Because they're just getting rid of them anyways. Right. So we had a huge 45 collection. Right. So me and my sister, she'd take whatever she wanted. I'd take whatever I want. And the rest went to, you know, wherever my mom and dad went. I don't know. Yeah. But I I cannot, wouldn't even remember all those 45s. But I can remember every single album I had for some reason. Yeah. I just don't understand that. But can you buy 45s? I don't, I, I don't think... There's been the market for the 45, like there was, like there is for full length albums. But I mean, even these newer record players give you the option for right. those speeds. It even has that 33 speed on, which yeah. I never understood. Yeah, I mean there are some. Yeah, but what I what I think, I think like for 45s you would have to start digging into eBay because I don't. They're not reissuing 45s, okay. but I think it's something you like if you dug around in eBay you could probably find there's a marketplace for them. Now, I mean, how much you're going to pay for something like that, I have no idea. The only reason I would want to get a 45 is because some of the 45s that I had, I was a B-side person. Yeah. I could not wait to get that 45 home to flip that over to the B-side and listen to that first thing. Yeah. Like, that was my thing. And there was quite a few of them that I had that that song, the album came off of, that B-side was not on no, that, that album. It was like a standalone song. Right, that was usually the case. It was usually like, yeah. like we need eight songs for an album. We've, we've recorded 12. We wrote 12. We recorded 12. But these eight songs are going to make it. Well, these four will be our B-sides. Right, so that yeah. was like why I always like buying 45s, too. Yeah. But, God, to find all them. Man. Man, the shit you wish you would have held on to. <laughs> yeah. Well, that stinks. Okay. Well, that goes at that idea. What well, was... It was collectibles in general, by the way, is what I wanted to talk about. Okay. Like, for instance, like, I know we were talking about it at work the other day. Um, before we opened, we were doing our thing, and me and uh, Allie were just talking. Or was it Tamara? I can't remember. We were talking about the collectibles, and she made a comment that um, everybody that I see that collects stuff is always from their childhood. So it's memorabilia. It's nostalgia. You know, stuff like that. And I came home, and I was looking around, and I'm thinking, outside of, like, seahorses and shot glasses and stuff like that, things that I want to collect, even my Funko Pops, go back to the 80s. You know, because the 16 Canada ones, the Breakfast Club ones, you know, stuff like that. My albums are going back to the 80s. You know, the the um, the things, uh, what was it, the Star Wars droids, that's origin A, 78s. You know what I mean? So it's like, it. They. I was thinking about it, and I was like, you're right. I think I do know a lot of other people. Like, I know somebody that collects, um, uh, not Smurfs, Peanuts. 
They got all kinds of peanut stuff in their head. Right. You know what I mean? So, what do you think about that? Oh, I, I think some of it can be like a trigger from your childhood. Hmm. Like, like here's an example. Like I, I love collecting, or I have like they they sold these twelve inch um, figures from the Justice League cartoon that was came out in nineteen ninety nine. Well, clearly that's not from my childhood. No. But yet, my love for like Batman, Superman, the Flash, like that is from my childhood. So I'm collecting something more modern, but it has a childhood feel to it. Like, um, you know, I, I love to collect, and I'll just spend more money on them. I just don't like those. I got those two star Starship Enterprises, those right. e- those Eagle Moss ones. Right. Well, I mean. It's the original Enterprise, and it's the Enterprise A from the movies. That's clearly from my childhood. Right. You know what I mean? But yet, there's also there are other ships that aren't from my childhood I like to collect. Like, you know, they have the Discovery. They've got the J.J. Abrams Enterprise. They've got the, the, the Discovery Enterprise. There's all sorts of different versions. Okay. Of, you know, like, but my enjoyment of Star Trek stems from my childhood. Right. You know? Um, like, I... I the thing is like I, I wouldn't go back and collect stuff from my childhood because stuff from my childhood is too expensive. Well, no, I didn't say it like right. that. I'm saying like I didn't mean. Well, I mean I know people like I know what you mean because remember that one toy we saw at that Comic Con one time the yeah. the Fisher Price tree. Yeah. Oh my god, I couldn't believe that, and we had two of them. Yeah, yeah, I was, and I know my parents didn't pay a normal life for a toy for us. But, like, I'm saying it would just bring back the nostalgia of your childhood as well if it wasn't the actual item or whatnot. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Like, there are certain things that I've collected over the years that I... I it does bring me nostalgia from my childhood. Like, I have that... um. It's a Funko Pop, but it's of uh, the original Battlestar Galactica version of Apollo. So he's, he's got on the brown jet, the buckles. And like, that, like, takes me back. Like, I can think back to, like, oh, yeah, I loved that show when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, you know, I mean, I think anything. You know, I, got, I got that fun. I, I have a couple different versions of, like, Han Solo, Frozen, and Carbonite. Yeah, I like that. This cute. Yeah. Or nice. Cute. Yeah. But I, but I mean, that's like, you know, something I, you know, as a kid, I mean, like clearly, I mean, that's 1983, 1980, you know, when I was a kid, that takes me back to then. But also like when I was an adult and they were selling the full size replicas for like a couple thousand dollars. It was like the joke of like, I want one of these so badly. Right. You know, I can't afford it, but Mm-mm. this is so this is how I get around it, you know. Right. Um but I think overall like the things I collect are not from my childhood, but of my childhood, if that right. if that makes sense. It does, yeah. 
you know, mm-hmm. superheroes, you know, um, Star Wars, Star Trek. Um, you know, I've I've seen like stuff from the black hole that I'd like to collect someday. You know, stuff stuff like that. So that there are like everything I everything I collect is of my childhood, but not you know from it because. If I was to try to trap, not all of it though. Like I, I do like like getting the starting lineup figures. I've got three of those. You know, Cordell Stewart, which is from the '90s. Dan Marino, which is from the '90s. But I do have a Jim McMahon one from 1986. You know, I remember when that came on. I wanted that really bad. I couldn't get it as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, so there there are some things like I and there are others like from like the '80s that I'd like to get from that collection. You know, so there are some, and they're cheap, so it's not like I'm like spending a ton of money. I mean, there are some that are expensive. I'm like, okay, I'm a, I can't afford a Rod Woodson, but I, right. but I can get a Carnell Lake, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. So it's stuff like that that, like, you know, but there are other things that, like, from my childhood, like anything Star Wars related, like even something in a con- decent, halfway decent condition is like too expensive to even think about. Oh, yeah. Anything these days. Yeah, I wish I had all my Star Wars toys when I was a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had anything from my childhood. Like the original. My sister has stuff. She held on to shit. Yeah. But, I mean, she's only lived in a few places. Yeah. (laughs) I, unfortunately, has been up and down the coast. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's... I think it's fun... To do stuff like that. I think the search for it is my fun. To see if I can actually find it. Like whenever I was on that kick there for a minute to find all that old Tupperware. Yeah. And I found it. I found it. I found it on eBay. (laughs) I didn't buy it all. Yeah. Like everyone I wanted to buy, I think I bought two pieces uh, out of everything. And I had, like, there was hundreds on there I saw. You know, so I think it's fun to research it and see not only what is out there and... Um, how much they're actually pricing that these days. Yeah. Like, um, those collectible plates that I have on my parents. Yeah. How much my... Because he got them all from the Franklin Mint, and they're worth nothing today. Yeah. But, who knows? 20 years from now, they might be. Right. You know what I mean? So, it's fun to find stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you dare tell me my Dale Earnhardt collectible plate ain't worth none. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some of these plates, I don't understand why my parents got them. I'm wondering if they were just part of a collection that they were doing. Yeah. Or if there was like, because there's random ones that my mom picked out that was like meant something to her. Like the one that is, um, it's like carved. Yeah. Out of the stone that it's made out of, and it's the Mother Mary holding Jesus. Like, she wanted that one so bad. I remember her telling him, I want, and he's like, that's not in, and she's like, I want that plate. Right. So, um, I don't understand some of the meanings behind these things, so I look them up, and it's like, that means nothing to me, so, who knows? Yeah, who, who knows? knows? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's what my dad collected. Franklin Mint shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he even had, he even started me with a collection of unicorns from there one time, and I was like, when the hell did I ever say I like unicorns? All of a sudden, I like unicorns. I was like, do I? I don't like unicorns. Like, why? 
Yeah, what the Never fuck's been a unicorn. unicorn. And I actually wish I still had it because Caitlin loves unicorns. I would have yeah. gave all them to her. And they, there was some really nice, beautiful pieces, you know? Yeah. They were all left in Florida, but I never liked unicorns. But all of a sudden, my father thought I wanted unicorns. I was like, okay. You know, I was playing with Star Wars and G.I. Joes, and here comes the unit. Maybe he, oh, maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe it's just one of those things like, I don't, I don't know Nancy that well, but every girl loves a unicorn. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. my father knew me. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, that was one collection I was not... I mean, I was sad because a lot of it my father got me, but that I don't have it anymore. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. I'm just like, I hate to see like a week from now I'll get stuck on something. Yeah. And I won't be happy until I find it and see if I can get it or if I can afford it. Yeah. Because that was the problem with the Tupperware. A lot of that stuff I couldn't afford. A lot of that stuff I wasn't going to pay that price, I right. should say. Yeah. It's not that I couldn't afford it. I just didn't think one container was worth $55 because yeah. it said Tupperware on it and it was That's... made back in the 80s. Yeah. I was not paying 55 for that. Right. I can afford that. Right. I just ain't paying that. I can't justify that. I cannot justify it. And I think Tupperware for some reason, my mother sold Tupperware. So she would always get the orders and she would all, we had this spare bedroom down in the basement and she would put it all on the bed and she would give me and my sister the slips and the box and then say, go to it. Yeah. And we'd have to sort these orders. And we have so much fun in those little keychains, and, you know, yeah. we had fun doing that stuff. And we had Tupperware in our house galore. I mean, yeah. there was not a Tupperware container that was made that my mother didn't have. You know, and she had it in triplets, yeah. you know. So I think that was one of the reasons I was like, yeah, I want to start collecting Tupperware because I saw a few pieces my sister had and I said, I would love to have that. Right. But once I started investigating, seeing the price, I don't want to pay that. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, I can't justify paying that. There were the two that I got, I could afford and I thought it was reasonable and it was all under $15. Yeah. <laughs> and it came with a couple things, you know. Like the little lunchbox. I want to get the lunchbox so bad. But if you find the full set, it's either way too expensive. If you find one you can afford, it's not a complete set. Right. Or there's damage to it. Right. It's like that cake holder I have downstairs. It's a t I got it from yeah. uh, Goodwill. It's got that little dent in it. And the only reason I bought it was because of that little dent. Tupperware says they will replace anything lifetime warranty. Right. And Christine's neighbor knows the chick, Judy, that sells Tupperware. Yeah. I said, I can't. They don't even have those anymore. Right. So I'm like, I can't. Yeah. But it was 55 cents. So it right. was worth trying. And it's usable. Yeah. It just. Has a dent. Yeah. And it's not that far in where it would touch the cake. Right. But it just, it looks bad. I would love to get the Tupperware pitcher. Oh, the one with the. Yeah. Christine has one. Does she? She uses it to put her silverware in. No clue where the lid is. I'm yeah. sure when they clean out their kitchen, they'll they'll find it. But, yeah. Uh, we had we had so many we have so many of those in Canada. The yeah. cottage had because that's what they would let us kids take shit down to the docking because we right. weren't breaking stuff, you know. Right. And it floated if it went in the lake. Right. It is one of those things where like, that's nostalgia. That's yeah. that's the epitome of nostalgia. It's like it's like. Everybody had that picture. Now, are you talking about the orange one or that yellow mustard color one? It was the yellow mustard one that we had. We had them all. Yeah. Now it's this um, like bright green, and I think they have a clear one too. Yeah. I saw Terry had a clear one, but I'm not sure that was Tupperware. It just looked the lid looked like yeah. it was Tupperware. Yeah. But like you push push that thing, that you had to hit the button to yeah. pull it up. It was like a pressure. And you thing. never did. 
No. You never did, and you ended up wearing half it. Yeah. 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 Uh, I hate. I hated that thing. I hated worse. I hated the cups that came with it. And the worst was right now, like I can taste it in my mouth. That was like what my parents would put lemon blend in. Ooh. Ooh. That's almost as bad as Tang. Oh my god. Oh, I Terrible. love lemon blend as a kid. Like up until and you won't drink lemon flavored water? I know. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> but there's something about lemon blend that's like so delicious. No, it's not. It's not, you're right, but it is. <laughs> it's like tang, it's not. It, but like it was like that thing of like even like when I would go like when my Aunt Joni would take me and Ian to the movies, like I would give a lemon blend. Yeah. Popcorn and lemon blend. Ugh. It was. It wasn't until like twenty or so years ago, like I switched over to like it was Icy's. like because that shit's cheap. Let's buy it. You, you probably know. could have big lots. You might. Yeah, you know how they have that weird old stuff yeah. in that store. Yeah. Yeah, food wise. You yeah. Get, if you're looking really good at the show, something you can see, you're like, wow, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> of course, big lots has it. I haven't seen this in thirty years. <laughs> exactly, but big lots has it. Yeah. Big Lots wasn't even around back then, but they had I didn't it. even know. They, is this still good? <laughs> I know. Like, I know this manufacturer can't still be making this yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. What pantry cupboard did they find that yeah. in? Like little Debbie snack cakes from like the 1975s. Something. I'm yeah. telling you. That Big Lots is like a fucking time machine store. <laughs> you just go back in time. Because, I mean, even some of their furniture, when we were looking at couches and tables and stuff, I'm like, how old is this shit? Yeah. I'm like, the design, like, fuck. It was like plain, simple 70s shit. You know what I mean? Like, they had yeah. just the brawn with the, the, the drawers would be light brawn and the dresser would be dark brawn. Yeah. And it'd be like in a triangle, like, design. Yeah. And you, what the fuck? Where'd they pull? What dumpster did this come on? Yeah. And there's Nick's and shit, Nate. You yeah. know, so. Yeah. I'm like, okay, somebody had an estate sale. Yeah. And Big Lots latched onto it. And here's the one fucking dresser they got. <laughs> so random in that store. Yeah, I I'm not a big lots fan. I only go there when it's like okay, I need some cheap curtains. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you're not going food shopping there. You are not no. going food shopping there. Or if you need something for your outside during the spring and summer, they have nice outdoor shit. I yeah. will give them that. Yeah. Yeah, but um, that's not my mainstay store. <laughs> No, I don't think I've been in Big Lots since we were furniture shopping. No. No, and we didn't even buy anything there. I mean, the catch technically came from Big Lots, but it's Broyhill, so it comes from yeah. Broyhill. So it's not a Big Lots product. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I, I don't know. What other nostalgia stuff do we, do we have? <laughs> I don't know. Um... Oh, my life is fucking... This podcast is fucking nostalgia half the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know. I think it's more nostalgic for me because, you know, most of my family's gone. <laughs> Your family is still... You know what I mean? Right. So, like, the things that I want to collect brings back memories of, like, my father and, you know, what we were doing as kids, you know, where yours is still there. So right. I think that's a little bit more of... Uh, my need to do that than somebody else's like yourself, you know? Well, I, I, I cling to nostalgia. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'll... Like, 
I was looking at, I was reading an article about Thunder the Barbarian. Like, who, who the fuck remembers Thunder the Barbarian? But like maybe 10 people, hmm. you know. But I'm one of them. Like, I remember that cartoon vividly. I thought it was like the coolest thing in the fucking world at the time, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, I seek out stuff like that. Yeah, like Kid Video. Yeah. Nobody remembers Kid Video. V- vaguely, yeah. And I'm like, dudes, how do you not remember? Fucking Fergie did the voice of the chick on Kid Video. How do you not know this fucking show? Yeah. If you're, I'm not a Fergie fan. I'm just saying for right. people these days that are like, oh, Fergie, whatever. I don't even know what the fuck a Fergie is. But anyways, Kid Video was a really awesome fucking cartoon. Yeah. Because you got the combination of your cartoon. Right. And mm-hmm. video yeah. from a channel that you ain't allowed to watch. You right. know? Well, my dad didn't subscribe to it when you had to subscribe to it. Right. This is before Beavis and Butthead. Right. Yeah, we had to sneak over my cousin's house and watch MTV. Because my dad said no. Yeah. <laughs> but when it became part of the package, obviously, but Kid Video gave you that glimpse right. for a moment on what you were missing. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. It's because, like, I've also been looking for, like, posters I've had hanging in my bedroom. So, when we do the office, I can hang these posters up in there. Yeah. Like, I've been doing that, too. So, and I got a couple. If you, I mean, I have yeah. a couple. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think it's fun. I, yeah, it, I think it's fun and it gives you something to do. And you can just sit there and bitch that you spent stupid money on stuff like this. Like, why did I spend that money? I didn't need to buy that. Because I'm the kind of person that once I have it, I'm not returning it. Yeah. Whether it's useful to me or somebody else or it's just plain garbage, uh, I do not return shit. Yeah. Um, I have a closet full of clothes that I don't fit into because I won't return them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just that person. I don't return shit. So it kills me. It pains me. When somebody says, here, you work at Kohl's, take this back and return it and you can keep the money. I, I don't even care about the money. I just don't want to fucking stay in the return line and return yeah. this shit. I yeah. just don't want to do it. So, um, if you buy stuff like that and it doesn't like pan out, yeah, you're disappointed. So, I mean, I can understand what side, why some people don't do it. Because you really don't know what you're getting. You know, proof is in the pudding because if you remember the elephant topper that we bought to put on the baby oh, shower yeah. thing for my sister's daughter-in-law, or yeah, daughter-in-law, she's her daughter-in-law, yeah. Um, and the actual one we got, completely different piece of shit compared to this beautiful picture they put on Amazon. Yeah. So. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only good thing about that was Amazon was like, you don't have to return it. We're just refunding you. Because, yeah, that is absolutely... Because I sent them a picture of it. And they were like, yeah, that's not yeah. as advertised. Because I said, I don't want to deal with this dealer. I want you to deal with it. Yeah. And they were like, we're just going to refund you the money. So, yeah, I can see a lot of times with stuff that's supposed to be nostalgic, once you get it, this isn't what it was. Like, if if somebody would say, I'm selling a Snoopy ice ice cone maker. Right. From the 80s. Yeah. Okay, well, you can get them these days. They do sell them. Right. But not how they made them in the 80s. Right. So if you're telling me that you're selling me that from the 80s, I want that version, not this new version. Right. But I'm sure people are selling that because it's, Yeah. you know. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, I think also part, part of it is, 
there's how you remember something, and then there's what it actually was. Yeah. Like, I, I'm sure there's probably some things from my childhood that I've over-exaggerated in my head as to how cool it was. But the reality is, it wasn't, or it didn't do what I remember it doing, because in my head I had it do that. Yeah. Like, you know, when I played with it, this is what it could do. And, right. You know, but in the reality was, like, you know, no, that was just your imagination. Yeah. But that's how it's remembered, for whatever right. reason. So, I'm sure there are certain things, like, if I was to go back and try to get them, I'd be like, oh, that's disappointing. Right. Like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah, I have I have an example of that, actually. If you remember. <laughs> when they first started putting all these 80s shows out on DVD. Oh, yeah. And there yeah. was no streaming. Yeah. No streaming available then. Um, and... Best Buy used to sell, remember they used oh, yeah. to have rows and rows of that stuff. And he, the rental unit, she wanted to know what I wanted for my birthday. And I says, they got Airwolf season one on DVD. I got to have this. And she's like, I'm not buying you that. And she kept asking, what do you want? What do you? And that's all I would say to her. She's fine. Fuck it. Get in the car. We're going to get it. Where do we got to go? So I took her to Best Buy and I bought it. And I could not wait to get home to watch this damn yeah. thing. I got halfway through the second episode and I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? Why in the hell was I watching this show? Yeah. Like, I get the premises of the show. I adore the actor that's in the show. And I get the, I get why he has Airwolf. I get all of that. I get about his brother and everything. But I don't get why I was watching it. It was so cheesy. <laughs> so stupid. I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe this. It was so bad I didn't collect any more of the, any, right. any other seasons. Yeah, I just couldn't. I couldn't pay money for that. But then they became available streaming, and I didn't care. Yeah, but like, I mean, you're right. Like, there are some shows. Like, I've I went back. Like, I can't watch the Dukes of Hazard. That show is fucking horrible. But see, there was a difference. Like, I collected all the Miami Vice ones, but Miami Vice was a good show, regardless. Yeah. But they played that on TV, on repeat, on one of those crime TV yeah. channels. So I could see that. Right. I never saw anybody broadcast an airwolf. No. Ever. So no. I never even got, like, to, like, revisit it for a minute. You right. know what I mean? So when I finally sat down, the last time I ever watched airwolf was when i lived on ruthwood avenue before i went up until 16 so right i wasn't even 17 yet the last time i saw airwolf right so sitting down and watching that in what my late 30s early 40s yeah i was like this is just what did my dad do like why did he think this was such a great show? why did i think it was such a great show you know right i think it was Jan Michael Vincent and Ernest Borgnine. I, for my father, I honestly believe he loved Ernest Borgnine. Yeah. I honestly believe that's why he was watching it. And it came on right after Miami Vice. So. Well, I think it was also a, a good show for the time. For the 80s, yeah. You know, like, I mean, you look back, like, you take, you, you, you peel away, like, the bad plots and, like, everything. And I get it. Like, you know, I can hear. Tim right now just like you couldn't do that today. Who who the fuck's hiding a helicopter? You know, all the horse shit. But like the character of String and like Who's hiding a helicopter? Um the military? 
all over the world. <laughs> I'm don't, sorry. Don't, don't, don't get it. Uh, yeah, they're keep, hiding more than helicopters. I hate to tell you that. <laughs> Google satellites would find that in five minutes, according to Tim. <laughs> okay. Um, all righty, sir. All right. That's why they're still drug addict or drug dealer because they can find that shit immediately. But anyways, go ahead. Don't get on Tim's bad side. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but like the, the character of String was... Like, if, if you were to do that show today, however you were to, to reboot it, like, the character of String, the template is there for a very complex character that you could have a multi-season arc with of of that character. Oh, I agree. You, know, you like, absolutely could put that in a modern-day situation. Right. You could. Like, but even the character of, like, Archangel. So cheesy, it, the, the problem with the plots were cheesy because it no, was the there 80s. there was other things that were cheesy just the way it was done. Okay, so, say, okay, so most of the shows, the action took part in the last 10 to 15 minutes with him being in Airwolf. Right. And just them, it's the same thing I had complaint watching Miami Vice, even though I will watch Miami Vice any time of the day, anywhere, or any place. How they had to show... How they got from one place to another. Oh, yeah. Okay, but on Airwolf, obviously that's the fun part. But they were showing every button they pushed, everything they oh, lifted yeah. up, every every turn of the chair, the snap. Like it was so fucking cheesy. You were like, why do I need to see all this? Yeah. But as a kid, you were like, wow, you yeah. know. But now I'm like, oh my god, cut this shit out. Just get to the point. You know? I mean, it, it was like, like if you watch like old movies, like from like the fifties. There's like, hey, I want to go visit Bob. And the main character then le- you shows him leaving his house, getting in the car, yeah. driving to Bob's house, mm-hmm. getting out of the car, walking across. Like, all this shit yeah. just to have a yeah. five-minute conversation yeah. with Bob. You had 40 <laughs> seconds of exposition of how he got from his house to yeah. Bob's house. <laughs> but, but like in shows like Miami Vice, they were not only showing like the surroundings. And if you watch, as a kid, I never paid attention to this because I was a kid and I was sitting there with my dad. And I was more into what song are they playing? That, right. You know, because you couldn't just fucking sign on that shit. But anyways, it was always like they had to put the camera position where you watched the tire. Oh yeah. And you could see the palm trees and the, the reflection. W- yeah. But if you watched when they went to something else and they came back, it was the same fucking thing. Or they passed this and then they went to that and they came back. You're passing that again. You know right. what I mean? So it was just a fucking loop it was on. Right. But it was a great loop because right. it was, yeah. Yeah. It was, the, it same, was at the same time they were playing in the air tonight yeah, or something. Or something. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I told you I wanted to do that. And you know what? Wait. Miami Vice, I don't know if you know this, Miami Vice was one of the rare shows that not only had the fucking cool ass soundtracks to it, they actually played full songs yeah. in there. Like Wire from YouTube. Yeah. That song is played in its entirety in that scene. Yeah. There are no cuts in that song. I always told you I wanted to take voices. <laughs> I wanted to take that song. <laughs> yes, with the cats. With the because we'd be coming oh, home from like your sister's yeah. house at like midnight. Yeah, and they'd be and, wanting to be fed. And it could be like dressed in this and then like it's us in yeah. In the car, like the McDonald's logo going. Yeah. Or you can have a scene where like Ahsoka walks up to Dritz and looks in his face and he's like, oh, just yeah. get out of my face, I'm hungry, you know? Or yeah. something like that. Or don't ask me, I'm not the one who's late, you know? Yeah. They're looking out the window. <laughs> yeah. Ahsoka goes to the back window. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I wanted to do this whole video, yeah. but I wanted to use the song Voices. 
Because it like it would like fit perfectly. Yeah, that's another song that was actually Voices was done in its entirety twice on my device yeah. because it was a split season because it was two episodes yeah. that was on, or not a split season, a split episode. Yeah, I do. I, I wanted to do the camera shot of the tire, yeah, just like that, yeah. you know. Except it was like, you know. Yeah, and all we have to do is turn on our phone and go like this. At yeah. The <laughs> Yeah, I mean, nowadays you could do it relatively easy. Like, yeah. put the I think it would have been hysterical. Yeah, you wouldn't have to mount anything to your car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But just us like driving, yeah. like you know, just a little. Hey, head. Switch out driving too, like yeah, with you and me. Yeah. Oh, it would have been tremendous. <laughs> right? like, you know, that would have been fun. That would have been fucking hysterical. Uh, my problem is I don't know how to do like editing. And shit no, neither like do that. I. Or, like adding music, I never learn yeah. how to do stuff. I mean, it'd be cool to know, but I just, beyond me. Yeah. But yeah, it would be fun. <laughs> that would have been funny. Dritz and Ahsoka. Them two little shits always was mad at us. They were. Hmm. Yeah, that was fun, going down memory lane. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well. Is there anything you'd like to add to the proceedings there? No, thanks for letting me step in. I'm sorry it was boring. I don't think it was boring. I was... Oh, I'm sorry I didn't have a better topic. Right. Uh, it was last minute, and I was working, so I wasn't really thinking about it too much. So sorry. Yeah, we're blaming this all on you. <laughs> why not? Why not? This is why Ian can never take a weekend off. <laughs> yeah. No why... vacations for Ian. That's why we can never have a good co-host. I'm sorry, stepping co-host. Step I didn't in. mean Ian. I meant right. step as in me, not next, him. Next time I'll just call Tim. <laughs> I'm sorry, is Tim the one I can't argue about finding helicopters? Yeah. Bring him on over. Yeah. Me and him will sit down and have uh, a conversation. Okay. Let me enlighten him with what I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's sitting there. You don't know nothing, you stupid bitch. You work at Kohl's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? None. You think he would say that? That's why. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, he doesn't know I have military in my family, so there you go. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> not that loyal fan. How did I anger him? You just—we're not going to go down that rabbit hole again. What, what did I say? I said, "Bring him on over. We'll have a conversation." Okay. He can enlighten me, and I'll enlighten him. Okay. Or he can put me in my place and I can just shrink in the corner and cry. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I get more along those lines, but okay. <laughs> probably, probably. Probably. No no offense to anybody. I'm just messing around. Well, remember, there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. I sent an email like Thad does every week, uh, but we usually don't read it because it's nonsense. Um, that email address is <laughs> pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. It's nonsense. It is. It's nonsense about him being pegged who thad he doesn't allegedly i don't believe it okay i'll talk to him i'll find out <laughs> that email <laughs> i'm talking to all your friends today wow. <laughs> email address is pittsburgh nerd at yahoo.com um you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. We're very, very easy to find. We are on a number of podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Pod Breed Network. 
Uh, just give them a Google search. You'll find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And lastly, as always, we want to thank you, dear listener, for checking us out each and every week. We can't thank you enough for taking the time to enjoy our hijinks and or shenanigans or it is that you enjoy. And so on that note, the dreamer has awakened. See ya.